0: To thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bacham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. So what's your challenge right now? What what are you doing more specifically to challenge yourself? That's what I want to talk about today. Uh, So welcome, first of all, to my backyard. I figured it was a cool day to be outside. And uh, when I say cool, meaning it's not into the 90s just yet. And so before it turns to fall and before you know, I stop enjoying the warmth. I thought I'd spend a little time outside and you can join me here. So this is the Thriveology podcast. We talk about how to thrive. I get to interview cool people about thriving and also talk to you about my own thoughts about thriving. I've written a number of books on that topic and have created some courses on that topic. So that's why we're here. We're here to get to the bottom of how to live your your best life, how to find your thriving life. And so first of all, let me remind you that thriving doesn't mean that you are challenge-free, that you have nothing going on in your life that's a struggle, that everything is smooth sailing. In fact, that's what I talked about uh, you know, a couple of weeks episodes ago about the fact that challenges just happen. There's no way around that. We can't avoid that. And, and so the question is how we move through those challenges. It's not whether they come or not. I talked about kind of the grind people. And then the sign people, the grind people are the ones who say, you know, you just got to grind it out no matter what. And the sign people are the ones who are like, oh, if you're having a challenge, you might as well give up and turn around because you're headed down the wrong road. And there really is a mid-path to that. Today, I want to kind of think about what happens if the tough times aren't here right now. You know, if maybe, maybe things are, are going pretty well. And, and so what do you do? Do you just hang out or maybe you build your own challenge now, let me just be very clear. When I say to have your own challenge, I don't mean to trip yourself up, to go you know, create a problem. You don't have to go uh, mess with a relationship that's going well just so you can deal with that relationship. And you don't have to go quit your job just so you can feel what that's like, even though either one of those may be what happens in your life. That's not something you have to seek out because, you see, the thing is – Life will hand you plenty of challenges along the way, and we're talking really about a choice of challenge. What do you do to kind of make your life maybe a bit more of a challenge? So, first of all, why would you do that? You know, that's an important question of why would I even go look for challenges? And what I discovered some time ago was I hadn't been challenging myself enough. And I realized that part of what that meant was that my life had gotten to be smaller and smaller. I mean, let's face it, when you're Younger, you have no choice but the challenges. You know, when you're a baby, you've got a challenge of getting people's attention so your needs are met. And then you've got a challenge of getting mobile. The first thing you're going to do is get that challenge of finding that new toy and then the challenge of pulling yourself up and the challenge of, you know, finding more and more mobility. Then the challenge of navigating uh, friendships and the challenge of navigating school and the challenge of navigating finding your own way when, you know, your parents are more on the sidelines. And and then the challenge of navigating work and and coworkers, and then maybe a spousal relationship, and then parenting, and all that. And then suddenly we come to a screeching halt somewhere in life, where we don't keep doing the challenges. Researchers have shown that people who age well are the ones who keep challenging. The ones who keep expanding their life, not the ones who live contracted lives. Those who are thriving are finding their own challenges along the way. And so one reason that we might find that challenge is because we want to continue that growth and expansion, finding new things to to try out it 's interesting uh, how when we 're young, you know we are often quick to try out a new hobby, and then when we 're old, we decide that there are new new hobbies for us, and yet <laughs> there 's a world of possibilities. I used to send people to the bookstore uh, when they would tell me that life was kind of boring and they didn 't know what to do i 'd send them to the bookstore, not to the book section but to the magazine section, and just wander through the magazine section and pick out some magazines that were of interest to them. You know, maybe something they went, yeah, i thought about that. I've never followed up on it because the cool thing is there's about a magazine on everything. And that's less true these days. The magazine uh, culture has kind of collapsed with online advertising, which means it's really easy to find resources online, to find new possibilities. Let's say you Uh, go to, I don't know, a magic show, and you go, wow, maybe I ought to learn a few tricks. Well, you could do that very easily these days. Or maybe you say, you know, I think I'm going to juggle a little bit. You can learn that very easily. Or maybe you say, hey, you know, I think I would like to have an aquarium. You could find information on that very easily. Or maybe you decide that, you know, woodworking or steel working or glass working or some other possibility that's an art or a hobby is something you wanted to try. You could learn that so easily these days. And so part of that expansion, that challenge is to be open to other possibilities to try out. Maybe it's true around exercise, yeah i've i 've realized that there is a world of other things I can keep trying out once I start in one place, and so part of the reason for uh, the self challenge is just so you have a continuing possibility of growth and expansion in your life because what happens when you 're growing and expanding you 're bringing energy into your life. We tend to lose energy when we stop trying out new things stop challenging ourselves when we're challenging ourselves we're actually expanding our own energy I mean it's kind of a an interesting irony that when we're expanding we're expending energy to expand into those new areas and when we're expending energy into those new areas we get energy back from that and it becomes this nice cyclical price process where we're almost creating our own energy source in the process so, another reason for the challenge is stability. It ironically is the instability of trying something new that gives us some new level of stability. it's kind of like we 're expanding our base, and the wider our base the the bigger it is around us and Think about that in, in a bunch of different ways. One is the skills you have you know when you ever you try something new, it brings new skills into your life that have capacities of changing everything. It also brings, usually, new relationships in your life that expands your network that's a stability force for you. Sometimes, for instance, let's say you decide that you're going to try out some new foods. Sometimes it creates a stability, for instance, in nutrition or in fitness or uh, in a a new stability in your life because you're adding on, say, creativity where you haven't been in a creative pursuit in so many ways. And here's the interesting thing about that. Research is showing us that it's never too late to try those things. There are plenty of examples of people who late in life decided to take up painting or performing or exercise or a sport or an activity or cooking or gardening or anything else and expanded into that even late in life. So this isn't a, oh, I missed the opportunity. At the same time, the sooner we start, the more we get to expand, the broader we can expand into. And so it creates a more stable place for our life. I want to just kind of for a moment mention how this has been true for me. Um, Over my lifetime, I've had lots of different hobbies. And the interesting thing is some of them I no longer do, but still really have passions for. And so whenever I talk about these uh, challenging ourselves kinds of things, if it's picking up a new hobby, it doesn't mean you're signing up for life, but it probably will give you a new understanding of that. Lately, my thing has been jujitsu. That's been uh, for uh, now well over a year and a half. I'll be coming up on two years in January since I just walked into the gym and started that process. And I think of how many new understandings I have about the learning process and just about so many other areas of life not because jujitsu is magical but because it was something different and new and it challenged me to think in ways that i haven't been thinking and so um, that that's one way that i've tested this for myself and lots of other ways i've done that with kind of many experiments and i'm going to talk about that in just a minute so the stability piece though what has that done for me well stability around jujitsu for instance My balance is probably a lot better than it was before. So physically, I'm more stable because I've challenged my body in different ways. My mindset has changed around certain things, and so it creates a stability in my mindset. I have more friends in my social network, uh, people that I talk to on a regular basis because I'm at a place where those new relationships are possible. All that just because I decided to try out jujitsu and see what it was like. I always like this idea. Uh, There's a book called Anti-Fragile. And what the author says is that there are several different models of life. One is to be fragile. And he's using it in a corporate understanding. So a corporation can be fragile, that anything that happens, let's say a, a disruption in distribution or disruption in the marketplace, and that fragile company will collapse, And then there are those that are resilient, which means that they'll take a hit, but they'll bounce back. And so while there's an initial downshift, something happens, there is an initial downshift, the hope is they can get back to normal. And then he talks about companies that are actually anti-fragile, that actually get stronger in every challenge. What I've noticed is that there are people who are oriented to those three approaches too, but in reality... Our own DNA has us be anti-fragile from the get-go, as long as we work in doing that. There are those who are fragile. Something happens in life, and they just feel like there's no way they can keep going, that life is over. And we all know people who fall into that category that something befalls them, whether it's an illness or a loss or a setback or anything else. And they just don't see a way forward. They are fragile because they can't see a way past a crisis. Then there are those who are resilient. Those are the people who are really something happens to them and it drops them down, but they they want just to get back to kind of normal. You know, I've heard that so many times in my clinical life where people would say, I just want to get back to normal. Then there are those who work on being anti-fragile where something happens and it's maybe a new normal, but maybe that new normal is actually stronger than it was before. Something happens, and they come on back from that from a stronger perspective because they've learned and they've integrated things that give them a better place to be. I believe we are just that. We are built into us anti-fragile. If you go work a muscle, it gets stronger at first, it might take a little bit of, of uh, uh, hurt to it, a soreness. Uh, you're actually creating some micro damage to a muscle when you're working it too hard. And then it comes back stronger. And we have that same capacity in our psyche where we can take on the difficult times, take on the challenges, take on the losses and come back stronger. We see that we have more capacities to come back stronger from that. So we are at our basis anti-fragile, but we've got to activate that, and the activation challenge. So then the other reason that I think that we all should have some challenges that we're pursuing in our own life, that the ones that we choose, that would be because of interest and investment in life. It just makes life more interesting to have some things, yeah. You know, I had a conversation years ago with a client who said, you know, he was, I think he was about 36, 37. And he said, you know, I'm kind of done with life. I've gotten my career going. I've made some money. I really just don't want to do anything else. I'm just going to keep doing that. And I thought, how sad that there's such a big world and notice he was coming to my office because something was hurting. And so it wasn't quite, quite so clear cut, but in his mind, he just wanted to figure out how to stabilize what had already happened. Not to expand it, not to experience new things, but just to stick with what was. We worked through that, and he found, it, found that he's, his need was for more meaning and purpose, to figure out how he was making an impact, and he was afraid to step into that. And that's one of the places that we often are afraid for challenges. So one way that we can define ourselves as self-challenging of taking on challenges is to find some small ones to take on. Some many challenges along the way. So I would encourage you to think about how you might challenge yourself in three different areas. Physical, emotional, and spiritual. Those three areas. Physical, emotional, and spiritual. So let's talk about some ways you might do that in in each area. And another one would just be interest to try something new. So a physical challenge. So easy this day. I was having a conversation uh, with some people yesterday about parenting and we talked about gamification. How motivated some people are by having an app say, you got a badge. And I have to admit that on my Apple Watch, when I meet a monthly challenge or a weekly or a daily challenge, I feel some accomplishment from it. And so part of my uh, own self-challenge is to see... How I can meet the challenges based in apps. And so physically, you know, how fast can I walk in the morning? Can I, can I pick, pick up the pace a little bit further? Or when I'm running on the trail, can I go a little bit further or a little bit faster? Uh, can I try some new area that gives me a different challenge? Or maybe if I've done enough of that, can I try something else like could I be working on my balance on running across uh, logs uh, when I'm trail running? Or in jujitsu, can I practice my breathing? Or as I've I've done recently is try just to defend, not to attack and when I'm rolling with people, to just hold my position. Can I work on the small challenges there? And, And here's the thing. They're around us all the time. I've got an app on my phone now that's about intermittent fasting. It's one area that I've realized has so many benefits for my own health and you can decide that for yourself. But for me, there are so many different benefits from intermittent fasting. And so at one point, you know, I was sticking with a sixteen hour and then I expanded a little bit and wanted to see what an 18-hour was, and at one point decided I was going to try a 36-hour and actually ended up with a 38-hour fast. And I've talked with people who have gone for you know, several day fasts. All of those are little mini-challenges. Interesting thing about that. Think about how that challenges our own body to adapt differently. Another physical challenge that I've been doing is trying to allow my body to naturally acclimate to the temperatures outside. The reason for that is I, I caught myself constantly complaining about it getting cold. I've come to realize that what I really don't like is the short uh, amount of sunlight in the day because it limits how much I can do outside. And uh, really for uh, just sunlight in, in, in reality, it's an important part of my own mental health. But what I thought I was talking about was just winter. It's cold and dark, and I decided to eliminate the cold part. Every morning, uh, my dog and I take about a a five-and-a-quarter-mile walk. That's what it ends up being, but at least a five-mile walk uh, in our neighborhood. And so what I decided several years ago was to go with a minimal amount of coverage for my body, Uh, meaning not that I'm trying to walk naked through my neighborhood, but that I'm not going to bundle up as much as I used to to avoid any temperature change. You see, that's one of those things I've noticed about us as humans. We try to uh, make our environment the same. We try to make our environment feel the same. And that means often the temperature's the same, um, that our food intake is the same, that our, uh, our things we're experiencing are all the same, when I think our body is actually meant, it's designed on the fact that we were constantly in a state of change temperatures changed, what we were eating changed, when we could eat changed. And so those were challenges to our body that left us anti-fragile. The fact is, the more we try to avoid any of those challenges, the more fragile we actually become. The less adaptable we become, the less we try to adapt. And so in the in the winter, uh, last winter, I wore uh, a heavy coat, I think two days when the temperature actually was well below zero. And I just felt it would be unsafe for me to be out in that cold of a temperature. But otherwise, I went with just like a light fleece top in the neighborhood on those walks. And that was my way of challenging my body. And the interesting thing is how quickly my body adapted to it. And so many times I would be somewhere and people would say, oh man, it's so cold. And I realized I wasn't really noticing that because I'd already taken on that challenge on a regular basis. We can do those physical challenges at any point. It could be around exercise or how we feed our body, nourish our body, how we challenge our body in any way. Maybe you decide to take a new class. Maybe you decide to try Tai Chi or maybe you try to uh, do a new sport or maybe you decide to try a new exercise class or just a new move while you're exercising or how long you do it or how fast you do it or how intense you do it. All of those are ways of bringing little mini challenges into your life. A great starting point are those apps, those physical apps that will track what you're doing and give you some level to shoot for to see if you can get to that place. How about emotional challenges? Maybe you find that you you want to take some bigger risks. You know, maybe write people letters thanking them for what they've meant in your life. That can feel like an emotional risk for some people. I did that as one of my challenges one year to express gratitude to people in my life. Or maybe to... Uh, speak the truth at times, even when that's scary, or maybe to admit that you need to do some emotional growing and and emotional adaptation or, or somehow challenge yourself emotionally, maybe share more with a close friend or a spouse or be more vulnerable to feedback or more vulnerable to what's going around you or decide that you're going to deal with your feelings in different ways. Maybe you're going to decide to uh, notice your fears and, and not let them dominate you or put yourself in more fearful situations in order to figure out how to focus on that and move through them. Our emotional challenges are the ones that push our emotions. How can you put yourself in situations where you have to kind of control your own emotional state? rather than waiting for that to happen. Maybe you decide to take on meditation or mindfulness or some other exercise to see if you can find a stronger emotional base. Again, the more we are working on our own emotional state, the more anti-fragile we become when it's called upon in life, when there's a big challenge that maybe we have less control over than these little challenges that we choose along the way. And then there's the spiritual Challenge. Now, spiritual is not religion. It doesn't mean that I'm suggesting you go to church more often, although that may be something you choose to do, or synagogue, or mosque, or wherever else you would worship. But what if it's more about thinking through what's important to you? Of focusing more on what's important to you? Maybe you decide that a spiritual challenge is to do some community service or more community service or volunteer someone di- somewhere different or volunteer somewhere or decide what really want, you want your impact to be in the world where you really want to dial in the difference you want to make where you really want to be aware of that meaning in your life dig into that deeper purpose for you maybe you decide you want to journal some that's a very spiritual place to be Maybe you decide you need to take a spiritual retreat and see what that's like. For some people, finding anything new in the spiritual realm opens them up to other possibilities of understanding the world around us, the people in our lives, our own place in the world, our own deep sense of self, our deeper place of soul, of how it interacts with the world. And all of that's possible when you challenge yourself on a spiritual level. The spiritual is all around us all the time, and it's really about becoming attuned to it and aware of it and listening for it. Maybe it's about having a deeper talk with somebody important in your life, a parent, a child, a spouse, a friend, a colleague, somebody who can challenge you more. One of the things that is very clear in my watching How we're interacting in the world is that more and more, we want to be challenged less and less about what we think, what we believe, and what we do. And in the process, we've created deeper divides. We've created bigger tribes that are more aware of the differences between others and the stake we claim on the truth than a willingness to think about how we're all in this together. And so part of these challenges are opportunities for us to expand away from that, to get out of the stuckness that our world and our culture has become because of our tribalization, because we stop seeing where we are more alike and we're focusing more on the differences between us and more defining who is with us versus who's against us. And in the process, we lose out on the fact that we are all in this together. We are all on a common approach to how we move through this. As Ram Dass said, we're all just holding hands, walking home, right? That's that's our process. And how do we do that more effectively? And I believe that part of that is in the challenge. When we get stuck in listening to only one view, one perspective, we miss why others might have different views. And that challenges us spiritually and emotionally. So we can work on ourselves and our culture at the same time when we work on this challenge. What I've realized is that people who are afraid of really listening to the other side are really suffering from anti-fragile or or suffering from fragility. They haven't worked on being anti-fragile. If they're afraid of listening to another viewpoint... Because it might disrupt what it is. And that's what happens when we're from a a very defensive posture. What they've done is made themselves more fragile. Because they have staked their claim on something that is an imperfect view at best. We all have blind spots. We all have paradigms of how we understand the world. And those many challenges allow us to expand our paradigm. Allow us to build into a better paradigm that is truly that anti-fragile. So your challenge is to take on challenge, to find some new things to try physically, emotionally, and spiritually to expand your world. And if this has been helpful, I hope you'll check out my book, Thrive Principles, 15 Strategies for Building Your Thriving Life. You can find that by going to thethriveprinciples.com or thriveprinciples.com, Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, principles, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-L-E-S.com. That will give you 15 strategies for how to build out your thriving life. And this is Lee Balcom wishing you the best as you build your thriving life. <music>